This episode of the Cryptonaut Podcast is brought to you by Cryptid Crate. Visit cryptidcrate.com and enter our promo code GRAMPUS, that's G-R-A-M-P-U-S, at checkout to get 10% off the entire life of your Cryptid Crate subscription. All right, so episode 50. Uh, yeah, wow, thank you. Thank you all so very much from Rob, Chris, and I. Um, you know, this is our 50th episode of the Cryptonaut Podcast, so that's super cool. Um, yeah, we want to, again, thank you all for your continued support. We obviously appreciate everything. Uh, we couldn't ask for a better bunch of listeners. You guys are all so great. Uh, you know, with the emails and, uh, you know, and the Twitters and the DMs and the Facebooks and, uh, in, in the beer and in the cookies and just all kinds of really everything, all the cool stuff you guys do, all the awesome feedback we get. We honestly, we appreciate it so very much. So, uh, yeah, episode 50, before we get properly started, we got a couple of things to go over. Um, so real quick, we have some news coming up probably in the next week or so about some items we're going to be having for sale. We're going to have some digital sales and we're going to have some physical sales. So be on the lookout for those. That'll be pretty cool. Um, in the description of this podcast, you're going to see a link for a listener survey. We are reaching out to sponsors uh, to see if we can possibly get sponsorship. But to do that, we have to have a survey filled out. Now, this survey is run by our hosting company, Libsyn. Uh, they host, you know, smaller indie podcasts like ourselves to, you know, like Mark Marin and Joe Rogan and everything. So they're a very trusted company. Uh, we trust them very much. They have... Uh, you know, they have changed the podcast game for us, so this isn't a Libsyn plug. This is just saying that the survey is run through Libsyn, and the advertising will also be hopefully run through Libsyn. So if you guys can click that link, fill out that survey, that would be huge. And uh, thank you to everyone on the socials who already filled it out. The response was super quick, and a bunch of you did it, so that's huge. That helps us out greatly, so be sure to check that out again. That is the... Uh, listener survey in the, the uh, description of this podcast. The link will be there. Click that. Do that. Um, also, too, in the description of this podcast, we have the T Public Shop. As always, we're selling merch. The uh, Potosi Sheep Slayer shirt seems to be pretty popular, which is super cool because I love that design. Um, check that out. Any purchases made there obviously go to help support the podcast financially, and it's always appreciated. Um, and also, too, remember if you do get merch, um, you know, post it up on the internet. Show it to us. We'll uh, we'll send it back out to everyone. So we love seeing how all you listeners buy the merch, and then we put it up on the internets and the Instagrams, and everyone's all stoked, and it's cool, and it's fun. So um, episode 50 pre-ramble, I think, is coming to an end. Oh, uh, also, too, we are guest judges for a pumpkin carving contest for Into the Portal podcast. Our buddies up there in uh, the north in Canada, although I believe we figured out that they are in the northwest, so they live in, like, a better area than, like, we do. Because if you go north of us, it's just all icebergs and maple syrup. But if you go uh, where they are, it's, like, I guess pretty decent temperature up there. Not necessarily a tundra. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm making it up. And Canada just legalized weed. So, uh, yeah, but there you go. What up, Canada? S see you soon, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, yeah, they are having a pumpkin carving contest. Uh, Chris, Rob, and I are going to be the guest judges, so uh, hit them up on the socials into the Portal podcast. Uh, they have all the rules and everything for the contest. And uh, yeah, get carving some pumpkins, man. Halloween's almost here. It's getting cool. It's getting creepy. So uh, carve some pumpkins, shoot them over. We will be uh, judging, and I believe we have a prize pack for the uh, pumpkin that we choose uh, in the carving contest. I lost my complete train of thought at the end trying to figure out how to talk about the prize pack and the pumpkin carving, and there's a lot of peas, and my mic's popping. So, yeah. All right, so 
I guess that's going to bring us to the end of the intro. Um, I'm at about the four-minute mark, so it's getting a little bit lengthy here. But again, from Chris, Rob, and I, episode 50. Thank you all so very much, honestly. We appreciate all you good listeners out there. It means the world to us. So, without further ado, Christopher Q. That Creepy Music. Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast. I'm Mark Storrs, and with me, as always, is... I'm Chris Cardicelli. And... Rob Morphy. Thank you for joining us, hey. as always. Social medias. Follow us. Twitter, Facebook, The Gram. Mm-hmm. Been heavy on The Gram. Gram. <laughs> Real heavy, heavy on, on the, the gram. gram. Heavy on the gram. All right. Yeah, so hit us up there. Uh, oh, it, makes, it really, honestly, it just makes me want to eat golden grams. When you say the it cereal? like that, I over love golden grams. Oh, yeah, they're so tasty. Some, Some people don't like them. Addictively honey dipped. I haven't had that since I was a kid. Anyway, when you say the gram, I'm old. That's right. where my mind goes. Me too. Golden Follow grams. Us there. Ratings and reviews. They help. They are very important to us on the iTunes and the Apple Podcast apps. Turns out, too, you can leave ratings and reviews on Stitcher. I didn't know that. Oh, we're going to be doing one of those at the end of the show. And again, new format, all the ratings and reviews put at the end of the show so we can get the show started properly a little bit quicker. Uh, T Public, be sure to head over to our T Public shop. The link for that will be in the description of this podcast. Get yourself a shirt. And maybe we'll have a new design. Oh, yeah. No, there is a new design. Oh, it's already up. It's going to be up. Yeah. We got a little Potoshi Sheep Slayer. Oh. One of my favorites. Um, oh, so it's far. just, it's such a fun fucking story and it was really a ball drawing and you have done wonders with the typography. Thank you, my The friend. partnership works. It does. It <laughs> does. So be sure to, uh, you know, again, T Public, any sales that are made there, we get a little bit of a kickback on the end so it helps support the pod financially and we have sweatshirts. Like hooded sweatshirts. That's right. It's good. Winter's coming. Yeah, dude. Winter, exactly. Winter's going to be here soon, so get yourself a sweatshirt. Fall season, nice time for a long sleeve. True. I love the exactly. long sleeve. I and do too. There's coffee cups, stickers, there's um, travel mugs, there's stuff for kids on there. I got my kids outfitted with Kryptonaut gear, which is kind of funny, because it's like, here you go, kids, push it into the push it to your class, but they can't listen to it, but it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> because like, you're, just really... trying to, you're trying to lay the groundwork for the next generation. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping maybe someone will like see him wear it and be like, "Oh, what's that?" Maybe I'll Google that, and then they'll be like, "Oh, that's a completely inappropriate shirt for that kid to wear." But don't judge me; I don't care. Exactly. Fair enough. There what does is. your dad do, Av? He swears on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and and bees a jerk. No, her new thing here. Her new thing. Bees a jerk. Her new thing. She says, "Daddy, stop mowing off." She calls me Mister Dista. She goes, Mr. Dista, stop being inappropriate. Wow. Every time I put on hardcore rap on her way to school, she doesn't like it. Good for her. She says exactly. it's inappropriate. She's right. And I say, you better get yourself a better tasting music there, young lady, because we're not listening to the fucking Maroon 5 the rest of this trip. Oh, oh. that's yeah. her mom's influence. Exactly. Clearly. So this week, we got something fun. We're going back out into space this week. We got the Katami Abductors. In the mid-70s, a Japanese farmer was awoken from a deep sleep by a pounding on his front door. Little could he have anticipated that this unwelcome visitor would be an inexplicable entity hell-bent on taking him off-world. 
nor could he have imagined that this alarming experience would permanently alter his brain chemistry. Who G- sees that geez. coming? No, no one. I guess. I, I've never been in a situation where I thought brain chemistry. I don't think you're ever going to be the same. Again. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when you're dealing with the Katami abductors, that's just a part of the deal. Let's get into it. Let's do it. 28-year-old farmer Yoshihiro Fujiwara was a hardworking man of the land. By all accounts, his only concerns regarding what came from the sky involved the sun, rain, or whatever else might affect his crops and therefore his livelihood. Simple life, I like it. Just a, just a man of the earth. It's mm. easy. He had neither the time nor the desire to entertain thoughts of monsters, ghosts, or beings from another world. But in the wee hours of April 6th, 1974, this practical-minded farmer would have all of his carefully nurtured notions of reality turned upside motherfucking down. Whoa. Is that foreshadowing? That's foreshadowing. Nice. That's I'm a little ca- hint of things to come. I'm catching on. You are. You're there. This is like my own reading Clues. Rainbow. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm, I'm everyone's Jordy LaForge. Yeah, you are. I'm your fat, bald Jordy LaForge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the event in question began at approximately 3 a.m. when Yoshihiro was torn from a deep slumber by the sounds of his wildly barking guard dog, followed by a rapid series of knocks emanating from the front door. Don't want to ever get knocks at 3 in the morning. No, it's always yuck, a bad scene. Yuck. Always. Good. Exhausted and more than likely irritated by this unsolicited interruption, the farmer from Kitami City, Hokkaido, pulled himself up and trudged over the neatly stacked shoes in his genkan, the traditional Japanese entranceway, Mm. and placed his hand on the doorknob. As the annoyed Yoshihiro flung open the door, one can only assume that he fully intended to give this uninvited caller a piece of his mind. But whatever ire might have been in him was instantly replaced by stark terror as he laid eyes on the unearthly apparition before him. Standing on the farmer's doorstep, illuminated only by the moonlight, was a bizarre creature that stood about three feet tall and seemed to be clad in a clear vinyl outfit. Mm. Vinyl. Initial description, not what you want to see at three in the morning. Three foot tall. Clear vinyl. Clear vinyl. Like, Weird. Like a pillowcase. Like, yeah. well, we're going to get a description of his body, okay. but it's not like he's wearing like a sweet button-down clear vinyl suit, like a full-on, like almost like a, maybe an extraterrestrial environmental suit, something right. like that. Okay. That was wrapped around its quasi-humanoid figure, which, according to the eyewitness, resembled a curious combination of a starfish and an octopus. All I could think of when I... I, I didn't read the entire okay. story. I looked at briefly. I thought it was Starro. From DC Comics, oh, Starro? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I yeah. forgot about that character. That's actually fair. Sucks on your face. Yep. And, mind and control. Mind controls, yeah. Go. According to an illustration made by Fujiwara, Mr. Yoshi... Well, according to an illustration made by Yoshihiro... The entity had a large, bulbous, octopoidal head with a pair of menacing-looking, downward-slanting eyes and what seemed to be a single V-shaped nostril. The creature's mouth was also drawn as wide and appeared to be grinning. So okay. that's kind of terrifying. It sounds like an anime character. It, yeah, it, it does. does. No, actually, it a does. pointy, just one, yeah. like yep. a tr- yeah. thing for a nose. Like a V-nose. Vegeta eyes. Yeah, totally <laughs> Vegeta I mean, eyes. There. there we go. We got Rob Zara right there for reference. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Yoshihiro glanced downward. He noted that the being stood bipedally on two of its four starfish-like limbs, all of which tapered to rounded nubs. 
Its torso seemed to be a modest affair, more akin to a fleshy hub in the center of its body from which its limbs seemed to sprout out in multiple directions rather than that of a bulky humanoid torso. Sure. Right. So, you know, not a big fat person trunk, little tiny starfish hub. The thing wore a bluish conical helmet from which a relatively small antenna emerged from the apex. The antenna was capped by an elliptical disc that allegedly emitted odd bursts of visibly undulating electricity that seemed to ripple over the being before dissipating. Once again, like we're test going shit. straight up old school, <laughs> mid 80s optical effects. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm, it goes right back to Ghostbusters it and does. the Ilk. Yeah. These rip, or, or you know what? It's fucking Superman 4. That Radiation Man, Nucleon, yeah, the, Johnny yeah. Adam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the blonde yeah. dude. The blonde the bad guy. guy. They're just yeah. the worst worst fucking villain in maybe cinema uh-huh. history but the way the lightning rippled over that guy's yep. body it's kind of how i imagined uh the electricity coming from this fucking antenna and going down its body kind of weird yoshihiro observed that the katami octopoid's plastic shrouded skin appeared to be brownish and bumpy not unlike the flesh of a common toad unlike a toad however was the viscous sheen of slime that covered the being's skin so it's got a vinyl suit on, a thing on its head, electricity, but then in the suit you can see it's got slimy toad skin. Slimy toad skin. Oh. Well, no, toads aren't slimy. Toads are dry or, as fuck. But, the, but it's got that slime like in there. Yes. Okay, weird. Ugh. He further discerned that the thing's flesh was modeled with what looked to be a series of lumpy, almost freckle-like blue and yellow lesions or scabs. That's space scabies. Gross. Yeah, space scabies. Pustules. Yeah. Oh, that's just anything with the word pustule. Yeah, that's vomitous. Whether this slime-like coating on the being's flesh was a natural form of protection, similar to the glycoprotein secretion that makes it difficult for parasites to attach themselves to fish, or just an oozing discharge from the many open sores on its skin is a question that remains unanswered Dude. to this day. Uh. Either way... I'm not going to hug it. Does it have space herpes? Is that what it has? Maybe, that, maybe it's like the boy in the plastic bubble. Maybe the bubble's not there to protect it. The vinyl suit that yeah. like, it's just star-shaped around its fucking body. It's got with some the... hyper-advanced herpes from fucking Mars. <laughs> and you don't like, want no. to lose on yeah, space. Yeah, Are we like so the gross. leopard colony of the cosmos, <laughs> and they're just sending the worst of the worst? Yeah. Make sure you wear a space rubber there, and be all right. No oh, big deal. Is, it's clad head-to-toe oh. in a super condom. Yeah. It's got the Magnum logo on there just for good measure. Could you oh, imagine? There you go. Intergalactic. It was at this moment that the entity stuck one of its fleshy appendages skyward, and Yoshihiro's home was suddenly consumed by an unbearably hot beam of orange light. So points to the sky, uh, disco style. John Travolta disco style. <laughs> yeah. And you get that fucking boom. The light. Yep. Oh. You, oh, you hear it. It's like right out of Close Encounters. Yeah. Yep. Oh. The justifiably terrified <laughs> farmer quickly retreated from his front door and scurried into his bedroom. Through his open window, Yoshihiro could see that the source of this odd illumination was a flying saucer. He estimated the flying saucer to be approximately 5 feet in height and 26 feet in diameter. That's a pretty spot-on assessment. I've never seen anything from a distance and gone... I, yeah, no, that's five by twenty-six. So it, it was five tall, twenty-six wide. Yeah, but it's funny because How the illustration, the description of UFOs that we have, they are the proportions Uncanny. are fucking yeah, they are weird. Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, and they are proportioned weird. As if if everything. First off, I'm always shocked either by their confidence right. and their ability to ascertain size at a distance. Yeah, which yeah. to me seems shady. 
and also perplexed by the amount of space that seems to be inside these vehicles as opposed to the amount yeah. on the outside. And seeing as this is Doctor Who premiere day, you can't help but make TARDIS, TARDIS. Well, But then again, this thing is three foot tall. Kind of like the space penguins of, of Tuscumbia. Those yeah. things were tiny and their ship was weensy too. It, it was like a yeah, small big. like mushroom, basically, yeah. as I recall. So, I mean, I guess in proportion to the entities that are, that are sort of know, traveling, I guess that makes sense. I just but... feel like, I mean, I guess we make like, you know, submarines are not like super spacious. No, right. but I just feel like if you're if you're gonna be in space and, and like you'd want more well, than two about, feet um, of clearance, yeah, above your head wherever you know what I, I mean. mean? The, when we were on the moon, <coughs> a, alleged moon, <coughs> whatever they were in that that uh, what the hell was it? The yeah, they're just little capsule. It, 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 there was no all room the lunar in that at all. Yeah, well, sure. Well, that is our way technology yeah. does not allow for spacious right uh, things to go into space, whether it's a space station, uh, a shuttle, whatever. Because obviously, the more space, the more fuel. It's just not yeah, the more we, right. The more things could go wrong. Something that could travel, right? Would have the distance more. that these things, yeah, yeah, right. ostensibly if, travel, right? If that's what they were, that they had sure. figured that part out, right? But again, maybe it's one of those spatial things too, where more room on the inside than the out. Totally. Maybe they've just totally turned physics on its ass. We don't. We really don't know. I'm True. questioning his five foot True. by twenty six foot because twenty six is awfully uh, specific. And oddly so. enough, the drawing because <laughs> you you actually have it in the in the notes I sent you. His actual drawing of the UFO makes it seem like it's very tall in the middle. I mean, yeah. if, that, if that's five by twenty six, no, that's more I like. Mean, if that, that's five by ten or right. thirteen by twenty six, yeah. Well, I mean, regardless, yeah, yeah, no, proportion wise, that's that's way off. Yeah. Now, I would love to get the thing is uh, Fujiwara Yoshihiro Fujiwara made really extensive sketches, and Derek from Monsters Among Us actually was kind enough to send uh, these things to a Japanese speaking friend, mm -hmm. and he managed to translate some of it for me. And so, thank you very much to to Derek, and another shout out to Monsters Among Us, and and so. I was fascinated to know what all of these very specific notes were about the UFO. I mean, he, you know, Yoshihiro clearly had really strong memories of this thing he was in and the, and these creatures. And I find that fascinating because anytime you can get an eyewitness drawing, yeah, totally, you are like totally, halfway yeah. there. Yeah. I, of course, I did my own version of it based on what he did, but. You know, when the article comes up, we'll certainly include the original eyewitness drawings. And I've said it before, I'll say it again. Those are absolutely my favorites. Yeah. Because it's literally from the horse's mouth or fingertips, as the case may be. Totally. But anyway, whatever this thing's actual size was, the object seemed to be floating about 70 feet off the ground in a field adjacent to his home. And according to the farmer, it seemed to be emitting rays of orange color. So not only is it glowing in orange color, but rays are coming up, probably the ones that are causing the heat. So it's basically a giant fucking sun lamp at this I, point. I, it's death blossoming. Yeah. Yeah. God bless it. There you go. Oh, Last Starfighter. Yeah. Worst CGI ever. It is. One of the great sci-fi films of the 80s. As if this ostensibly extraterrestrial invasion wasn't already disturbing enough to ruin a lifetime's worth of peaceful slumbers, Yoshihiro suddenly felt a warm gust of air surge around his feet, and within moments, he found himself being drawn toward his window by an invisible force. Some sort of uh, mm. tractor beam? That's a, that's a classic horror. He's grabbing the yeah. bedpost. He's holding on to the yeah. sheets for dear life. He's screaming. The wind is whipping around. Mm. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. It's weird where people rarely get tractor beamed. Yeah, never. Like almost, usually it's like they sucked. Well, it's like a vacuum. Right. And something opens up and they're like, they just, you know, they're holding on to something when their feet are like dangling. Right, right. It's, but it's rarely like. 
people get tractor-beamed. Yeah, the only few times I recall it, and I I know it's happened to there's Travis Walton, of course, yeah, the that's classic. That's the first one I think of And then, Walton. of course, the um, terrible flying jelly bags. I don't remember which pod number that was, but it's one we did before the Domston blobs there. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were the guy trying was to... holding onto the signpost yeah. and these fucking weird gelatinous amoeba things. Trying to suck them in, yeah. Yeah, trying yeah. to suck them in. So it does happen occasionally, but Done. this is right. It's not the it's most weird. common yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they they said that it was like a magnetic force. Yes, and then we but went the, into discussion of magnets. When, if you're talking about being drawn by something invisible, I can see that analogy. Right. I'm not saying that <clears throat> magnetism was actually used. Yeah, no, totally. But you'd be like, when things move through invisible forces, magnets. When you're drunk, hey, of course. When you're drunk, I don't know how they were working flesh. <laughs> no, flesh <laughs> yeah, magnets. Yeah, yeah. are a whole new thing there. Cool name for a band, though. Flesh magnets. Fuck yeah, Jesus flesh Christ. Magnets. Try, as he might to remain earthbound, the traction exerted by this unseen energy sucked the now panicking agriculturalist out of the window toward the waiting saucer. Just as Yoshihiro braced himself for an impact with the outer shell of the craft, he realized, much to his surprise, that he was being absorbed through the hull of the saucer. Oh, interesting. Teleportation, so, bitches. Yeah, I like that. Oh, All right, that's maybe. some better displacement. Now, that's something oh, new. Oh, so yeah, so the beam, the beam changed his uh, format. <laughs> that's, not the word that's not the word I'm thinking of. But <laughs> I thought pale yeah. he was a JPEG, then he got saved as a gift. That was hardly <laughs> ever done. Not the word I was thinking hardly of, but ever format done. is the first thing. But it makes sense. It, composition. Yeah. Yeah. Right, perfect. Like on an atomic format. Level. <laughs> <laughs> format. Media geeks. Guys, I'm Fat Thirty Two now. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 only real oh, computers. Only yeah, real yeah, yeah. computers <laughs> are gonna get that one, bro. Oh fat Thirty Two. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love every bit of that. Super nerds. (sighs) Once inside the transport, the shaken Yoshihiro did his best to assess his surroundings. He raised his head off the floor and noted that the compartment he was in was parallel piped. Does anyone want to go with that? Parallel piped? Rhomboidus? What's parallel piped? Let me tell you what it is. Okay. It's just a fucking three-dimensional parallelogram. I went through fucking 15 yeah, definitions. Fuck? I was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, is it parallel paped? Is it? And I'm trying to fucking read this. <laughs> and, and the definitions are <laughs> yeah. these complex... Ge- all it is is a three-dimensional version okay, of a parallelogram. A parallelogram. So okay. it's a rectangular room with angles, basically. Oh, okay, it's just right, like right. bent to the side right. as if in a high wind. Okay. Cool. I hear what you're That's saying. the only time Kinda I have neat. ever read this fucking word in my life. Might be great for like acoustics, actually. Maybe. That's why I'm talking. Maybe think it's of the those, recording like, those, studio. Those, yeah, those cool like drum caves that people build. But like okay. parallelograms. Oh, well, Steve Albini does it, but whatever. right, on. yeah, but yeah, like cool drum caves. Okay. So yeah. we've got a super three-dimensional parallelogram. Cool. That was blue in color, so the entire room, a nice shade of relaxing blue. I like that. That's good. I do too. He saw weird lamp-like attachments on the walls, as well as air vents and a large sign with writing that looked vaguely Japanese to the farmer, but proved to be illegible. So, could you imagine, like, looking at a wall and seeing letters that seem to be basically English, but not? Right. And not like Spanish or French or some other, you know, form that it could be, but just awkwardly yeah. similar to English but not fucking quite I know weird. I can't even be objective about what that means no it's like because the character is just so different of a thing yes like an E like you can add a couple lines to it and maybe think it's an E but you really gotta make it yeah but yeah, I still wouldn't say that was English if right. it was no. <clears throat> like an E and then a backwards E I'd be like 
Russian? It looks well. We know if it was Cyrillic. We'd know if it was again. That's what I mean. You know, but any like, number of that's weird. Romance, Italian, whatever languages. Yeah. So it's just odd, but that's how we described it. Yeah. Yoshihiro found himself suddenly overwhelmed by a noxious scent that left him queasy. Alien farts. Onions. Onions. Uh, <laughs> onions. Yeah, Chris's hatred for onions prevails. I feel it. That is when he noticed a pair of plastic-clad octopoidal entities identical to the one on his doorstep now standing above him. So we've, now we've got three total. And these things are stanky. Or it's the same one and another one. We don't know. Oh, Wait, but I'm, oh. Is he, I'm not he's trying to be racist, like, but he, I think all these things look alike. To him. Okay, okay. So he, right. he woke up on the ground. He, well, he he didn't fall asleep. He was teleported through the hall. Right, right. right. He just, and he was on the ground. He pushes himself up. And then they're standing sees there. Sees the super parallelogram room with the fucking right. weird lamps and the writing, and it's all blue. Yeah, and, and then, then he smells fart. the nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, then they're standing these there. things they're are there. there. Okay. Panicked, the farmer started to push himself up. But the creatures managed to hold the struggling human onto the floor with a strength that belied their diminutive stature. As frightening as their actions seemed to be, Yoshihiro claimed that they were attempting to calm him by means of telepathic communication. Mm. Their message was simple and came with a pledge. And this is it verbatim. Oh, no. No danger. We promise to release you close to your house. See, they use the word release. I don't like that. Yeah, that's, you know what? That's condescending. It is. Yeah, well, we're going to release you. What am I, fucking wildlife? Don't worry, you're not trapped, but we'll release you when we're, you know. If they're like, calm down. We're going to let you off on your street. I'd be like, cool. If they're like, we're going to release you. Not having it. And it's not even like saying, hey, you're safe here. We're friends. It's like, no danger. No danger. That's just staccato. again, I mean, I guess possibly this being... Uh, you know, alien. Maybe they don't have a great grasp. Well, they're doing it telepathically. Yeah, but it, it still is probably some weird translation technology. Right. Yeah, and we always maybe, just naturally maybe assume not. that and aliens you know, when you don't go to Google Translate English. and you're translating like Korean to English or something, you don't. In fact, a lot of the information I got from this article were Japanese articles right. that I was able to cut and paste into Google yeah, Translate. Yeah. You do your best. Mm-hmm. That thing is literally verbatim translating. It is yeah. not doing it with the nuance of a human mind that understands grammar and syntax well, yeah. and, clauses and, and, and <laughs> yes it is a clusterfuck and uh, you do the best you can so maybe you know what though let's give the alien the benefit of the doubt here that maybe it just as it's trying to communicate maybe release isn't the best word that it could have used no because it probably it, well, have a it, lot impl- of it implies both, capture yeah yeah imprisonment and Which i guess that, actually technically by their actions they did capture him but we're not going to judge the aliens just yet no we're going to give them time to redeem themselves that's rare for you I'm surprised yeah, you haven't kill wanted spot to fucking sawed off shotgun listen, every single fucking thing in this I've had a change of heart UFO. over these past couple weeks. Things are different. I'm trying to be a new person. Are you crypto woke? <laughs> no. Well, yeah. Actually, are you fighting for rights? <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just thinking maybe we are should have a, a little uh, hands, hearts, and voices, voices, hearts, and hands. Fair enough. All right. I want to get a count on how many Dirty Dancing references we make on this podcast. It's, really, it's, it's got to be close to you, serpent. It's I, at this Jesus, point. I know. All right. Despite <laughs> their promises of safety and release, Yoshihiro was not to be placated, and with a burst of adrenaline-fueled strength, he managed to wrench himself away from his twin abductors and ran blindly until he spied a partially open hatch. Oh, dude, bolted in the re- in the room. It, no, I, well, either what? on the side of the room or around a corner. No, but they're still in the room. I think so. Yeah, but okay. But the hatch, I don't think was in sight from where he was being held down. Right. So he got up, bolted, then saw the hatch. I was like, oh, freedom. so maybe it was around. A, maybe it's a a parallel piped room that 
curves yeah, slightly. Right. Well, I was a big room because it'd be awkward if it's a very small room and he, they're just right there. He's like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> and he's just like books around him and they're like three feet away and he's like, they're just like, what, where? Could you imagine just like, kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it's like, like the super freak out it tastes. Like you just you got these little fucking vinyl covered starfish things with these big ass bulbous heads holding yeah. you down. You're like punching and going fucking nuts. Like he must have freaked the fuck out. I mean, I, I to you, disengage himself. I get, I get why you would. Obviously, you got these chlamydia bags just kind of <laughs> holding you down, like and they smell and they they br- think about this. He's and, I, and not to jump the story here, but he sees an open hatch. Yeah, wouldn't you almost be like, why the fuck did you suck me through the wall when there's a when there's a hatch? Because they wanted to show off. Yeah, yeah they same. got the skills. Is, that, is that alien? Well, maybe it's not a hatch yes, to walk is. in is through. That, does that involve a denouement? No. Okay. But, but I'll give am you I, points for Am the, I using the words the, correctly? Yes. yes. Maybe it's like a Jeffrey's tube in Star Trek. Maybe it's not for walking through. Maybe it's a... What's it? Jeffrey's ma- a maintenance tube? Hey, you just... I don't know you, Star Trek. I know because you don't no. watch Star because you're hateful. Okay. I'm, not, <sighs> I'm not hateful anyway. <laughs> you're not hateful because you're hateful. I'm a new man. Continue, Robert. Here's where courage Jeffrey's and ignorance blend to create a situation. <laughs> oh, I love courage and ignorance. Terrified, Yoshihiro threw himself through the opening... <laughs> He gave no fuck. Gave no fuck. It's See, like in a movie where they just book out the window, just jump out the window, like, fuck all, be damned. Yeah. Did he pull like a Lady Gaga at the at the at, at the, the Super Bowl? Bowl? Just she fucking plummeted into a dude. Remember watching that going? Oh, uh, no, Chris and I were watching it. We were like, dude, did Lady Gaga die? <laughs> no, dude. She she ascended from the heavens. Of I'm, she I'm no, she just convinced jumped. that we are dealing with a replacement ever since. I think she died that day. No. And now we have a twin. Dude, and I'm not gonna lie, dude. I cannot wait to see that movie with her and Bradley Cooper because. Spoiler alerts, I love Lady Gaga. Wow. Yeah, huge fan. No, you, you love the movie of Stars Born? Because I do not. The original one with Streisand, I haven't seen in years. Yeah, wasn't that with Christopherson, too? I think too? it was, yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. And I never. like Christopherson, and I like Barbara Streisand. I always I mean, like Christopherson. I'm all about Lady Gaga. I'm Bradley Cooper's solid. He's great as Rocket Raccoon, so I'll I'm, give him a chance. I'm done with this part of our conversation. All yeah. right, let's I'm move not, on. I'm not going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Neither Fine. am I. I won't pay. Just like Mandy, you guys won't see it. You're missing out on the awesome. No, Mandy, I will there see eventually. Continue, Rob. God damn it. So we've got the poor, scared, fuckless Dude, farmer. And he just bailed. Just bouncing through yeah, a hole. just crushed yeah. it. That was 70 feet up in the air. But, <sighs> but we're going to see what happens. There's probably razor wire. Suspiria. Oh, uh, he's oh gonna, could you imagine? He's going to meet some witches. Oh, that's Jumps the worst. Yeah. The barbed wire room. Yeah. That's, I still have nightmares about no that. No reason, but there it is. Terrified. I'm going to start at the beginning and just continue here. Terrified, Yoshihiro threw himself through the opening and through sheer dumb luck, or perhaps the mercy of the UFO knots, the flying saucer had descended to just 10 feet off the ground. Oh, so they came down closer. All right, so good. either they came down, either they shot down quick because they're like, oh, this fucker's going to kill himself, right. or just dumb luck, yeah. like well, I said, they okay. happened to be there. But 10 feet still is a pretty decent that, height to jump. Yeah, oh. that's, I would definitely, I, no, I'd break shit. Yeah. yeah. I've broken shit falling less than 10 feet. Totally. Literally, as a point of fact. Yeah. So, yes. The farmer hit the cold ground with a dull thud, but he pushed the pain aside and scrambled to his feet in a desperate attempt to escape his ostensibly interstellar captors. Yoshihiro sprinted away from the hovering orange, orange object toward a nearby house. He frenziedly pounded on the door. The startled homeowners cautiously peeked outside and recognized their wide-eyed caller as a farmer who lived less than two miles away. Oh, wow, so he traveled a little bit of a distance there. Yeah, right, so cool. about mm. three kilometers is mm. 
how far he went. I'm from the U.S. I don't understand kilometers. That's Thank why you, I said Robert. just under two miles. All right. That's Thank what you. I do. That's what I do for our North Thank American you. counterparts. Thank you. Almost certainly as scared as they were concerned, the neighbors let the ashen-faced Yoshihiro inside. It was then that he realized that although the horrific ordeal had seemed to last only a matter of minutes, over an hour and a half had elapsed since he had been sucked from his domicile. So sort of missing time. It's well, well, not even sort of. A hundred percent missing right, time. But not like at, a huge swath. At like 3.06 a.m. or however long it right. took him to run from his front door to his bedroom and however long the UFO took to vacuum him out of said bedroom. Right. Into the UFO. So say 310, he's in the UFO. Mm-hmm. He's being held down. He struggles. He breaks free, jumps out of the hole, hits yeah. the ground, runs in. This should he, this should be about 320 a.m. Right. Instead, it's 430. Hmm. So okay. this is 100% not, missing. Not a time. huge swath, though, but... You know, if I, if I found myself happened. missing a half hour, if I'm watching a TV show and all of a sudden, like, not like if I'm half passed out or on cold medicine or something, but I'm just watching something... Suddenly, it's in a later scene, and I don't know what happened to a half hour. That's going to, like, bother me, at least for the day. True. Yeah. So, in a situation like this... Or you just accept your drinking problem, and you understand that's okay. This is why I don't usually have a problem with it. There you go. Because I understand the origins. That's how... Me, too. I'm like, well, I was drunk, clearly, and I time-traveled. And I want to give Addy another shout-out. This whiskey is absolutely delicious. It's good. Now, what did you mix it with? What is this thing? What is this terrible thing called? This was kind of a a horrible idea, but I I was given some truly sparkling sparkling, uh, Kalima lime. Now, this is basically... It tastes like flat, flavorless Seven Up. Right. But I'm a fan of ginger ale or Seven and Seven, that kind of thing. So I thought, you know, as a background of whiskey, why don't I mix this... Filthy, nasty, little bland, vaguely limey thing, and use it right. as a nice cutter for delicious whiskey. There you go. Thank you, Eddie Lloyd. God bless her. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I shall continue. All right. Yoshihiro made his way back home, though it seems doubtful that he managed to get any sleep. On an interesting side note, though no one else claimed to have actually seen the craft, UFO investigator Kenichi Arai claimed that at the same time Yoshihiro was being abducted, a junior high school student named Miyuki Fujita, who lived nearby, was woken up by a light shining outside her bedroom window. Although the young woman did not get up to see the source of the illumination, she later testified that it was much brighter than the moon. That is hmm. not the most phenomenal corroborating evidence that's yeah, ever existed. No. But at least it is tacit acknowledgement that something super bright happened. And you know what? My first instinct is to say, who the fuck sees a bright light and doesn't check? Well, yeah. then I remember every, and we don't get many earthquakes in upstate New York, right. but every time it's happened, I've woken up, I've looked at some shaking shit, and I've said, this is nothing I can deal with right now, and gone back to fucking sleep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I've not experienced any of So I think I can, I can definitely see that when you're tired, you don't maybe do it, if you're like, awake and reading a book and you saw a bright light you jump up and look right but if you're like in a dead ass sleep and you see a bright light you're just gonna like maybe half the time you'll get up and look and the other half you're gonna be like fuck this now as ufo buffs i think all of us would probably jump up and half hope half dread to see what's out there yeah yeah just you know a teenage girl or i mean i'm not sure whatever age she is at junior high right i could see just being like i'm tired i gotta get up early yeah at least there is a smidge of corroboration some Something's there. Not a lot. Not really. No, but we'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to throw that ball. Yoshihiro needs all the help he can This get. is for you, Yoshihiro. This is for you. 
Less than 24 hours later, the farmer began to feel bursts of excruciating pain in his ears. As we all know, earaches and toothaches are the devil's suck farm. They are. They are just the kind mm. of pains you cannot escape. Nope. I know you need like a pile of Percocet, some whiskey. I don't know what you need to no, do. No, I know. Fucking Teeth are the worst. And, really and toothaches are yep. just a living nightmare. So he's getting these bursts of pain in his ears. This was followed by an intense burning sensation in his fingertips. It sounds like venereal disease. It does. Careful you put sounds your hands. Sounds like the clap. Sounds like you had your hands in an alien with super chlamydia. Well, yeah, you know, when you're wrestling chlamydicores. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. As they shall henceforth be known. <laughs> chlamydicores. When you make bad decisions at night, then this is what happens. Yoshihiro grabbed a pencil and some scrap paper claiming that he suddenly felt an impulse to write. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> to write? Yes. Yeah. To write. A possible poem or song, perhaps? A jingle. Guys, I need a pencil. I gotta write. I gotta (laughs) gotta write write right now. I I got an ear. I gotta write now. My fingers are on fire. I need to write. I'm going to create. Yeah. Yeah. What better time to? Yoshihiro fell into what he called an unconscious trance-like state and began to draw a series of strange and to him at least, incomprehensible hieroglyphs. Mm. It was then that a booming voice exploded in his head, commanding... When the disc lands on the mountain, mm. you will come and board by yourself. Not what you want to hear in your head. No. no. Not what you want to hear out loud. No. Not what you want on a phone call. Nobody Maybe wants... Maybe a Christmas card. Like, yeah, yeah no. a Christmas card would be yeah. cool. But like a booming voice in no, your head. No, I don't want oh. to be told what to do or am I, I am going to do. You are notoriously known for telling people... You will refuse this pizza. Yeah. No, I feel like you're... No. Yeah. No, Chris is... Uh, Chris's big big rule is don't tell me what to do. It's true. Yeah. And I think we all fall into At that point camp. In my timeline. <laughs> if I'm like, Chris, how are you doing? We all fall into the camp. If, if, someone, tells, if someone tells me, eat that delicious ice cream sundae, I'm a fat fuck and I love ice cream. I'll be like, what'd you say? I will not be eating. Fuck you. Yeah. I'll do what I want. Tell me what to I'm do. I'm eating these yeah. fucking broccoli heads yeah. and fucking celery sticks with peanut butter. So we fuck. all have problems with authority, apparently? We really, well, of course we do. Okay, cool. Of course we do. All right, just, just We have to. beards. <laughs> And we, we, we that is we, classically we, anti-authoritarian. Yeah. And we wear dark clothes, goddammit. Yes. There this is go. rebellion. Okay. This is the birth of rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> right here. Right here. Right now. All right. I when like the it. disc lands <laughs> by yourself. Whether inspired by compulsion or mere curiosity, Yoshihiro followed the voice's orders, and on April 8th, he and two unidentified friends made out for nearby Nikoro Mountain. Interesting note, can't can't find Nikoro Mountain in my Google searches. There's no Nikoro Mountain. Oh, maybe it's just... Now, maybe, is it like nickname, a, local Is it like a thing? local thing? It's, now, like, listen, now... Um, this this area, the Katami area in right. Hokkaido, that's about as north on the island chain of Japan as you can go. Okay. Just super, super high up. Um, and there is uh, a lot of mountains in the area. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's maybe it's some slang. Maybe my research skills aren't as sharp as they used to be. Right. But it's something I felt like our listeners needed to know. Okay, cool. Maybe it disappeared in the wake of this stunning series of events. Oh, boy. So he's got some friends with him. He's got some friends, unidentified. Okay, cool. They arrived at 6.30 p.m., and as per instructions, the farmer left his compatriots behind and ascended the snowy peak alone. So when this happens to us and... and and but, I'm going up the but, mountain. But Are you guys why? just going to assume that I'm crazy? Or no. you guys going to back well, me? If, well, if you come to me and you're like, dude, boomy voice right. told me to go to Wasco Lake and... Go alone to the yeah. middle of it. And right. 
See, I, I don't know if I let my friend go alone. That's what I'm saying. I'd be like, well, first of all, I'd be like, yeah, well, I got to be there because yeah. I kind of okay, want to know. <laughs> And that's really insane. And, and but when, yeah. <laughs> when Mark insists on, you know, ascending the peak on his own, that's when Chris and I look at you like, we're sneaking behind him. You can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to fight it because, you know, you want to follow the aliens' commands. Gonna, gonna but we're going to be like, yeah, but if you don't know, it's not your fault. Yeah. No it's fault. Or at least a GoPro or a command center or something. <laughs> no, there you go. Cool. All right. Well, good. See? Friendship. After reaching the psychically designated area, Yoshihiro was <laughs> greeted by the same or identical orange illuminated saucer. This time he boarded without a fight, but it is still unclear as to whether it was of his own free will or impel as if he was impelled by some sort of psychic pressure. The worst so kind that's of the thing, it's pretty vague. I mean the voice is in his head. Is it kind of making him or is he now kind of found a peace with it right. and a sense of curiosity? Unfortunately I don't know. it's not really expressed clearly. Tis not. So I'm just gonna lay both both elements on the table and Okay, cool. How did he get on board this time? I think he just walked on. I don't know if he they extended most. what 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 in hurrah they call a vertical staircase. Uh, yeah, a ladder, a, a ramp, or whatever. Whatever. Yep. No, That's a ladder, fine. a vertical staircase. It's fine. We all know what a fuck. Mm. No, listen. You didn't know what a ladder was. Continue. I do. It's a vertical staircase. I think we've established <laughs> that. Just continue. Yeah. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Once aboard, Yoshihiro was treated to a trip that very few humans have ever been privileged enough to experience. According to the agrarian, these bizarre syntheses of cephalopods and echinoderms gave him a guided tour of near space, flying around the moon once and Earth twice. Oh, hey, here you he go. He got the best helicopter ride around Niagara ever. Falls ever, but he went inter <laughs> intergalactic? These goddamn no, starfish octopoids the with their yeah, super chlamydia rubber suits. No, it's not intergalactic. Actually, no, it's not because there's no way out of the galaxy, and he's you, clearly you, yeah, not. Yeah, you do not have to leave the Milky Way to go around the moon. <laughs> I don't understand it's what right intergalactic there. is. That's fine. That's fair. But it is intrasolar system travel. All right, intrasolar system. I like it. So he got to. I don't know why they did the moon once and Earth twice. Like, are they showing off like a like, like a crazy eight shape around the moon, around yeah, the really, Earth? It almost one like more that. around yeah, the Earth. Yeah, yeah. Around the Earth. There going, it is. It's like, can I can I get one more? Like he's not like you're on your uncle's motorcycle. Like, <laughs> yeah. One more around the block. I know. Please, can we do a wheelie? Come on. Do a wheelie. Can we jump a curb? Off the UFO did wheelies around the jump an curb. Yeah. Do Where's a bunny. Where's there a curb? Do is a bunny it like hop. an asteroid? Yeah, dude, you could a bounce comet. off an asteroid. A fakie to comet. Yeah, you could you could do a. Uh, you you could do a did you just say fakie to comet? Like, can you, yeah. oh, bless you really your heart. can't grind the moon, I guess. You could you grind could. a comet or an asteroid. You grind oh, it totally. You could. You could tell, no, if you hit you it could. with the edge of the saucer, like a sweet, you could grind like the a, fuck out like of a sweet backside fifty fifty grind on the moon. It'd be like, bro. <laughs> it just depends on how cool the aliens actually are. Okay, so he gets a pretty sweet little uh, air, air, air trip. Yeah. So they pick him up on the mountain. All right, cool. Take him for sure. a ride. It is unknown, at least by me, maybe in some of the Japanese writings I haven't been able to translate, what, if anything, these two unique species discussed during this flight. But it is known that the journey took about an hour and a half to complete. After this trip, Yoshihiro was returned to the designated location on Nikoro, where once he left the ship, he collapsed in a snowbank. Understandable. You're excited. Right. It's difficult to ascertain whether he was simply overwhelmed by the fatigue that would have surely taken its toll following the intensity of his experiences, both physical and psychological, over the last 24 hours, or if something on the ship adversely affected him. But he was found unconscious by his friends on Nikoro and taken home. So, you know, I don't know. Is it the fucking super nauseous, you know, noxious 
nausea-inducing stink? Is it fucking mm. space radiation? Mm. Maybe these ships are equipped to protect their occupants, yeah, or, but not I humans. Mean, I'm assuming if he's doing that, he has to have reentry. And isn't that like typically pretty hard on like the yeah, on but, humans? Yeah, but, but by all accounts, and, and they don't specifically well, stay in this one, right. but they never seem to have G-force pressures in UFOs. Yeah. Like, it seems like that's one thing they've nailed. Like, you could do a right angle turn at 7,000 miles per hour and not break your neck and fucking die immediately. Right. You can shoot in and out of, you know, gravitational pulls of bigger objects, and it doesn't... So, of all the things I've read about... Uh, extraterrestrial visitations especially when it comes to human beings leaving earth with them mm. it seems like g-force has never played okay. in, into any of that yeah, there's more so advanced. i don't think yeah. it's that maybe it's just it, may, it could be something bacteriological like i say radiation or, or it could just be the fact that over the last 24 hours i doubt he slept he was abducted took a 10-foot drop from a fucking ufo <laughs> hatch all sorts of ill shits happened he's to been him. going through a lot of stuff yes he's having quite the week a terrible earache yeah it's just a Booming bad voice in your head it apparently took Yoshihiro days to recover from this harrowing ordeal. During his recovery, the farmer realized that he had developed psychic abilities. Oh, no. The, you know, the gifts keep on coming. I mean, not the worst thing to get. Uh, or. Depends what it worst. is. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or right. the worst. <laughs> he found that he was not only able to communicate with these ostensibly alien beings that had so diligently pursued him, but he also displayed telekinetic skills, finding he could bend small pieces of metal with his mind. Okay, that's kind of fun. Oh, Yuri Geller. Yuri Geller. Yuri, yeah, Yuri Geller. The fuck over. Step that's off. That's kind of cool. Okay, so he can talk with them uh, psychically. They're clearly not on Earth. They're, well, who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they're inside the Earth. Maybe they're in the moon. They're alle maybe they are the moon. moon. The alleged moon. Alleged moon. My bad. So, it, besides communicating with the aliens, bending metal stuff, kind of fun. You know, if I could do it, I would do it too often. I would do it all the time. It would yeah. be awkward. I would none start of you would be safe. Like. Yeah. I, I would, well, none, 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 none of, of, none of you would be safe. You go out to your car and just be like, you. <laughs> oh, see, Chris is in a mad mood like again or something. Chris. Oh, darn it, Chris. All right. All right. So he's got some, he has, he caught something apparently psychically here. Yeah, he he caught the carries. Yeah, he caught the carries. That's what happened. Jesus. On April 13th, 1974, the plastic-wrapped aliens invited Yoshihiro to go on one final astonishing trip. Once again, the farmer was taken aboard the luminous craft. It would seem that the terror that had once overwhelmed him was now replaced by a Spielbergian sense of wonder. Mm. Yoshihiro and his extraterrestrial hosts flew at what must have been bewildering speed, to the center of our solar system. Is that intergalactic? No, it's God our damn fucking... It. Dude. Oh, shit, because you got to go out of our galaxy. Yes. Fuck. Jesus Christ, dude. Whatever, dude. So wait. I'm still at reading Rainbow, all right? Calm <laughs> down. So Jesus. Wait, they went in the, the sun? In the solar system? No, no, system? no. They so now the so... <laughs> the, the solar system. Chris looks so like worried like they went in Not the galaxy. Sun? You're right. It's sort of a misnomer on my part. Right. Technically, the center of our solar system is the sun. What I meant was going the opposite direction. The halfway point, oh, essentially, okay. between the sun and Pluto. Maybe not a planet, but still so what's an important Pluto? object. Uh, the Kyber fucking belt, yeah. I think. Is that they're not even completely like, sure that what the edge of our solar system is. If there's a planet out there that right. comes back every 10,000 years, it's then still that part is of our solar system. system. Yeah. Shit. I was just trying to make it my intergalactic stand, but I can't. 
The, you, we, this the, never gets intergalactic. I don't At know. At no things. point does <laughs> yeah, this story. All right, you, I don't know things. You know enough. I don't. Well, you've just learned something. Yeah, then that's one to grow on. Damn straight. That's right. Okay, so, oh, so they so they booked out. They booked out. Okay, so cool. the solar system. Okay, my cool. bad. Once again, I'm going to take credit for that one. Cool trip. Once they got to the middle of the outward distant part of our solar system. Jesus Christ, this is more confusing than my Within ability our to galaxy, but not in the center of the sun. Okay. <laughs> the young see. farmer was treated to a sight never before seen by human eyes. The silently staring, storm-ridden behemoth that we've dubbed Jupiter. Really? We've been wait. So race. oh wait. So they're near Jupiter. They just landed on Jupiter. They're at they Jupiter. They shot they're out. There. They're there. They're oh, they're on Jupiter. Oh, they're, they're orbiting, orbiting Jupiter. Jupiter. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. He's checking out Jupiter. It must be presumed that Yoshihiro stared in awe at the incredible gas giant. But the next phase of the journey would prove to be even more astounding and controversial. Ooh. Oh, he went to hell. The strange starfish-like space navigators then left Jupiter's orbit and landed on Saturn's largest moon, the densely atmospheric Titan. Once, once there, one of the creatures disembarked from the vehicle and retrieved a rock from the moon's surface. This potentially priceless object was presented to Yoshihiro as a memento of the voyage. That's a nice little souvenir. It really is. Yeah. And no one's ever rock? touched a Titan rock no, on Earth. Never. Ooh, That's exciting. No. Yeah. That's some big shit. This is. Fun. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Fun times. Yeah, good, good times. <laughs> Excited to finally have confirmation of his increasingly bizarre encounters, Yoshihiro wasted no time in delivering this extraplanetary artifact, not intergalactic, I, uh, listen, extraplanetary. I've made my amends. I've said my sorries. We're moving on. Have you? No, I haven't. I don't give a fuck. But anyway. No, I just feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. should. Extra pick it on the kid. Uh, pick it uh, pick, pick on the kid. <laughs> pick it on the kid. I didn't even know you I, were the kid. What the fuck? Mark the kid's store. It's over in this the corner. Kryptonaut. I'm the kid. I think, uh, There's Baffy. He's the Kryptonaut kid over here. I'm Dono. I'm uh, Dono. No. <laughs> I think I was going to say Raj. I was caught between Raj, Dad, your pad. I was like, you're picking on the padge. But I said kid for some reason. <laughs> which actually worked out better. So, oh, yeah, bless your heart. The kid. Oh, the kid. God bless you. You just made my night. It's not not true. You're the, you're the kid of the I'm the, the baby pod. here. It is true. I'm the baby. You're like yeah. a little a little crypto brother. All right. Reestablishing the scene. Excited to finally have confirmation mm. of his increasingly bizarre series of encounters, Yoshihiro wasted no time in delivering this extraplanetary artifact to scientists at the laboratory of the University of Studies of Engineering of Katami. That's a lot of, a lot of fucking ofs. words. A lot of propositions yeah, a there. Of ofs, yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay. <sighs> All right. You good? Yeah. Okay, because you're reading kind of fast, but okay, I'm just making sure you're okay. There's a lot of words there. There was a lot of that, words. That's like literally the most impossible sentence to say. And yet, you did it. We plowed through. Congratulations. The team ran a series of tests on the stone, and much to the farmer's shock and dismay, came to the conclusion that the rock was nothing more than an ordinary chunk of stalactite from a local Katami cave. Oh, no. Not super titanium no. titan Yeah. Rock. Did he Just, have? A, did he have like a monsters and mazes uh, moment? Did he? I'm sorry, mazes oh. and monsters. Or did he have an ultra terrestrial fuck over? Yoshihiro Hanks, where he was taken to <laughs> fucking Jesus <laughs> Christ, Yoshihiro Hanks. <laughs> 
Son of a bitch. We'll discuss okay. the possibilities so of what got, happened. So he has a piece of stalactite. You thought it was a rock from Titan. It's so not. Like, dude, Saturn. They're like, no, dude. No, stalactite. Good luck. It looks, would, you looks know, cool, but it it's not. Would be, it would be the way of a fuck-sucking ultra-terrestrial to take you all the way to Saturn to fuck you over with a local rock so yeah. you look dumb yeah. in the eyes of your peers. Yeah, and then he has a good chuckle with his friends. Already the source of neighborhood, and after the press got a hold of the story nationwide, ridicule, one would assume that Yoshihiro might become reclusive and try to avoid any sort of public scrutiny following this debacle. But it seems that this once simple farmer chose an alternate path. Mm. And here's where I think we're going to owe Mr. Yoshihiro Fujiwara a lot of thanks. Okay. Although the visitation stopped, Yoshihiro claimed to have maintained a seemingly continuous dialogue with the space creatures. And he began to refer to himself as the spokesperson for the Summon Call Space Union or Sam Call for short. He had a stroke, didn't he? He might have. I think he had a stroke. He might have had a real problem. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it gets better. Someone Let's not judge you. Okay. All right. He's, he All right. is now, he is the, the mouthpiece for these fucking okay. starfish octopoids. Okay. These chlamydicons, as we yeah, call them. Chlamydicons, yeah. Yoshihiro also claimed to use his newfound psychic abilities, which had evidently evolved far beyond the mere bending of spoons and the like, what? to teleport over immense distances and even prevent catastrophic natural disasters. Oh, what did he do? My Stating, God. and here's a quote, I can teleport to a star 250 million light years away in six minutes. I believe that's faster than the speed of light. I'm not good at math. Do you think it works to pick up chicks? Oh, dude. Where totally. He saved a star? My role is oh. delaying the natural disasters such as earthquakes and eruptions. Delay. Delay. Not okay. prevent. Yeah. You know, only Superman can prevent. Well, yeah, clearly. You're just, I'm just putting it off. I'm giving you an extra 10 so... minutes to pack and leave. So he's all in. Yeah, he's all in. He's committed. I don't know. Like, six minutes seems like such an arbitrary... Like, if you can teleport that far, why, why isn't it six seconds? Why isn't it instantaneous? I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm hung up on the six yeah, minutes. No, I, I wouldn't worry about that. Just worry about the fact that he's stopping us from Yoshihiro even claimed that he had access to no less than oh God. three UFOs at his disposal. Oh, he's definitely using this he's to pick up shit. I have three. Me. I have three. <laughs> 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 this is where it gets right. super sentai as fuck. Okay, cool. I have three UFOs for activities. For activities. This. And usually I hide the barrier in the mountain of Hidaka. So he's got a secret lair in a mountain at Hidaka. I did not Google whether or not that's real. Anyone can. <laughs> but the other mountain that didn't exist. And that is a secret fucking UFO garage for Yoshihiro and his sweet. Now, why he needs these UFOs when he can teleport? Yeah, yeah, really. I, I just don't Maybe, know. But well, that, that's for the chicks. There's something. Yeah, this for the like, like, is under out, him. What I got? He uses the UFOs. And, yeah, but this is where we need to be eternally grateful. Okay. The former farmer testified that the UFOs enabled him to stop volcanic eruptions by allowing him to travel inside the hollow earth. Oh, all of a sudden, look who the fuck is right. Yeah. Yeah, who has two thumbs no. in his right? This fucking guy yeah. right here, I'm right, pointing to myself. Yeah. yeah. All right. He confirms it with his UFOs at his disposal and his teleportation ability. Hollow earth. <laughs> where no, he was able fact. to prevent 
And now I want you guys to take notes because we okay. might. All right. As, okay. As the human race, if we develop these skills, we might all need to have to do this. Okay. Where he was able to prevent the flow of magma from going topside by stuffing rocks inside the volcano's inner channels. It's not how you. That's no. Lava that's how you do. When, when it's about to explode, have you not seen movies? You take your UFO. You go into the inner hollow earth. Dump rocks. You take rocks. Whether he did so by using the flying saucer's technology or his Xavier-esque psychic abilities, or some combination thereof, is just one of the many mysteries surrounding the astonishing Yoshihiro Fujiwara that needs to be answered. And this is where our tale leaves off. Okay. So thank you, Mr. Fujiwara. Thank you. Okay. You've stopped so many volcanoes for, from wrecking everything. First of all, for everything. saving us, and then second of all, for entertaining He's us. He's probably working Yellowstone like a dancer. Making sure that fucking yeah. megacano does not fucking wreck all of us. Okay. I bet you would think that the inhabitants of the Hollow Earth, this would apparently be their deal to deal with, but obviously they're fucking slacking because he's a part of the what I mean, union are, again? The Super Space Union of Space Chlamydia or something? The, the Sam Call, you mean? Sam Call. The yeah. uh, Summon Call. The Summon Call. Summon yeah. Call. Summon, which is weird. Summon Call. I summon, I call Space, space Union. union. Yeah, but he's just call. a spokesperson. That's it. Well, yeah, he's, he's but, like the mouthpiece. Yeah, but if you want to get a job and something like that, you don't want to be the top guy. You just want to be like the PR because there's probably a ton of them. Is he like a fucking Green Lantern? Is like, did he get adopted by these goddamn Climiticons to be I don't like, think he's you like, will protect the Earth in okay. your own way with yeah. your psychic well, skills does, and the three UFOs we leave you? Does tie back into Starro. So, yeah, I guess we could draw that. That does work. So. <laughs> yeah, but there's no training I, montage. Yeah, it's true. There's not. Maybe he had just like a. They like took a, him to a couple moons. We're like, here's maybe a rock. Maybe he had like an orientation. No, but in all fairness, he had a near constant stream of communication with these creatures. So that would following be his, that. his constant. So it could have been a super be his tutorial. Yeah, yeah you but know. you think he would have said that. Well, you were this in the 70s? Yeah, 74. Okay, so it no, started in 74, no but he was still points. talking about this shit in 95, I believe. Okay. It gets sketchy as fuck. Well, like 95, I say, this is harder to research than you might think. It starts off what is fascinating about this. It's not a standard. There's nothing standard about no, it. No, not at all. But a pretty crazy, though, basically by the books, <clears throat> no, alien it, encounter. That's exactly right. he, Yeah. And then, then it just then. spirals. Well, it ends with him being the savior of Earth. Which well, yeah, is sorta. fucking weird. Well, well, no, he just said well, he saved no, some he's the savior of certain volcanoes. Volcano okay. Mag well, he's, yeah. he's stopping the flow and of volcanoes. And he's I think. definitely picking up checks of those UFOs. You know he's... You know well, he's, if he's at a UFO uh, conference, he's got to be laying down some in, pipe. Just in life, he's doing it. He's just like, oh, I got three UFOs. I don't know, dude. And a farm. <laughs> yeah, and a farm. And the ability to bend metal shit. You want to check it out? There you go. So, I said it before, and I don't want to... Put this on him but he might possibly have suffered from some sort of stroke and or maybe a break in his mental stability possibly which is no All right, let's let's start with the skeptical ideas oh yeah that's what i'm saying let's start skeptical. all right he's okay. sleeping he's yep. uh, like they say his his neighbors his friends they all said he's a hard work salt of the dude. earth motherfucker solid he's not, dude is not at all concerned he doesn't have collections of ufo books he doesn't right. have a stack of comic books where he's fantasizing about him having some messianic, uh, you know, latex-wearing fucking savior complex. None of this shit applies to Yoshihiro Fujiwara. No, no, no. He's no. not us. <laughs> yeah. He, well, is, yeah. he is a different well, breed of cat. Well, this happens to one of us expected. So he's sleeping. I, now, here's where I'm going to use a comic book explanation okay. to create a very prosaic and sad scenario. Okay. Maybe a bolt of lightning came through... Hit a him? fucking open window. Could be. 
that fucks up your brain chemistry. Sure. Messes him up. He, he has this waking dream of a creature. He hears this thunderous clap and all of a sudden this weird scenario. He's running around the fucking neighborhood. I'm not saying I believe this. I'm no, not saying I believe no. it all. But maybe some natural phenomenon shifts his shit and he thinks that all of this transpired because it's followed by these horrible headaches yeah and yeah these sounds in his head like about which, halfway through not to do that i was thinking the same i'm like there's a moment where he he claims uh something was was uh alter he said something was different or right like he felt something was going on the booming voice in his head well yeah yeah that was the beginning of it right. but he there's a point to where something like so it feels like there was an event that changed Oh, and when he had the the pain in his uh, in his ears, and yeah, his teeth. The, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like yeah. there's all like could be symptoms of the, that. Very the, well, the could funny be thing is the onset of some sort of psychological, uh, you know, schizophrenia. Yeah, and and any sort of like like break in your psyche or whatever that could very well be. And he's in his twenties, right? Or conversely, twenty eight, twenty eight. Or conversely, it could be exactly what he said it was. Oh no, it, because it's a possibility. A sudden as well. change could be an accident or something, right? The onset of perhaps mental illness. I, I don't know. Or it could literally be an exchange with an unfathomable alternate species, not of this earth, that truly affects you profoundly. So that's the funny part. It is a change. Yeah. But yeah. ascertaining what it was. Well, even but, even if it is something where he all of a sudden does develop some form of breaking his reality, to him, that's his reality. So he's not wrong. Well, no, he's living that's his not own. Exactly he, he's living his own thing. If, if if that's what is going on in his mind, and that's his version of reality, and not the reality that we share. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's right. Oh no, he just I'm, thinks I'm, he's I'm, right. I'm just saying that he's experiencing it, but yeah. not, but maybe not understanding that why he's experiencing it is because he is having some Here's sort the thing, of like. Though, the re- well, yeah, he's not aware of it. The right. reason we're talking about this so much is because of the fucking logic diarrhea. That yeah. happens at the end of this case. No, yeah, where, it's, where he's got yeah, it's three a, UFOs yeah. and a hidden he fucking mountain. He gets like a messiah. Complex. Complex. Yeah, it goes crazy. It is, it is yeah. definitely a messiah complex. Yeah. Without that, I think I would be a lot more grounded. So, so entertaining that notion. Right. Here's one thing: uh, mental illness can't do. It can't put a light in a junior high school girl's window. Yeah, but we talked about that briefly, and it's kind of dubious. It is dubious, but it is still corroboration. It, 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 it is true. It, it is, is no, still corroboration, right. and so let's. Let's his, put that aside because there is no real way to ascertain. Yeah, no. And, you know, it could be a hoax too. You know, maybe he just claimed or yeah. pretended to his uh, compatriots that he was just this guy that was only concerned about fucking crops and seeds and right. doing his fucking shit. Right. No, I know. Vegetables. I mean, any kind of people that are, uh, I mean, I would assume even psychopaths and, and stuff are just a person until an event or something sparks them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think you don't turn into that, right? So either the guy It just takes one bad day and all of a sudden yeah, either snap, the guy you're there. Yeah. Was that or he was normal and said that the one event happened actually right, happened yeah. and then maybe the other stuff after did See, not. You're suggesting and it's funny I so was thinking the, about this too that he might have actually had an abduction scenario or that kind of sent him that, spiraling. That could have been yeah, what like triggered something it, yeah. like an event did happen and that was the tr- actually did happen and then yeah. Everything. But how horrible would that be? Yeah, sucks. If you have I mean, it's one yeah. story, but fucking uh, paranormal or or extraterrestrial interaction, right, right, and, and then, then it after just sends that, you off, yeah. you know that to me, I, I almost can't entertain that because it's like, I'm sure it's possible. Anything's possible. We right. live in a universe of infinite possibilities. <clears throat> but the thought where it's a real alien encounter that sends him going, like you say, into this messianic zone, right. Um, 
it, it, it that becomes almost like it's this tapestry of fucking crazy that's very hard yeah. to disentangle. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sucks, but it's certainly not out of the question, really. No, it's, I it's mean, not, but let's let's entertain the notion for a second that it really did happen. Okay, I'm as, down. As he, as he says. What are they called? Chlamydians, right? Chlamydians? Some in the call? Sure, why not? Sure. So, I mean, yeah, maybe they just happen to, you know, come across this dude for whatever reason, and they just kind of bring him on board like, look, man, you're going to be our guy. Like, you're going to be our, our you're going to be our, our ambassador to, to the earth. Well, he is officially, I guess, the spokesperson. What bothers me is he self-proclaimed. He's a part of a, you know what? He's sure. part of the, he's a part of a union. I'm a part of a union. You were a part of a union. It's a good job. It's solid. You have workplace, you have work stability. Yeah, well, safety. sans booming voice and powers. See, I don't have that. I just said sans booming yeah, voice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. My, my insurance do. went up, so. Looking at you, Union. But <laughs> wow. anyway, but but here here's here's the thing. This is let's just take it from like uh, an extraterrestrial encounter point of view. Right. This really doesn't fit a typical mold in a lot of ways. Um, usually, abductions are very quiet in our personal affairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now maybe maybe it all seemed booming and crazy to him, but. More often than not, people are put into a sort of a catatonic or at least physically paralyzed state. Right. Being teleported through solid matter is very common, whether yeah. it be gray abduction yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. the fact that he was panicking, seemingly fully in control of both his faculties and body, but just sucked by this incredible power through a window. Yeah. I mean, that's cinematic as fuck, but it's also right. just scary dramatic and non-traditional. Absolutely non-traditional. These creatures, <clears throat> and part of the, th- the story that bothers me is that because I can't read Japanese, I only have a, sort of a limited window into what's going on, but I would really like to know if this is like a fucking greatest American hero scenario where they're like, like you were, like you were saying, Mark, like this is what your agenda is. Right. This is why we've chosen you. This is what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Or if it was nothing like that, if it was just shit talking or random esoteric stuff that right. he couldn't quite process, if it just happened accidentally that by proximity to these things, like a Marvel superhero getting bitten by a radioactive fucking whatever, that he just gained these powers and that these creatures never had any intention of bestowing them upon him. Mm, yeah. How did he well, get access to these three UFOs and why would he need more than fucking one? I mean, there's a billion questions I, I would know. like fucking answers. Yeah, well, yeah, there's too many questions and just... And yeah. maybe some of them are, but we only, like say, we have the window we have. Right. He did have two friends go with him, though, to that mountain that we can't locate, that, that, that you can't locate in your research. But I wonder if, if those two friends can corroborate anything. Well, if they, they can probably corroborate He left, and then they found him in, in a heap. Right. Yeah. And maybe that's it. That's probably yeah. all they could do, yeah. Maybe they saw a light on the mountain. Now, I wonder if, if there's anything that this guy is... Well, I mean, he's going into the hollow earth with his ship and preventing lava, so there's not really anything this well, guy can, the, that point, can do. Well, because at that point, it literally <laughs> spins yeah. out of fucking oh, control. Yeah, no, yeah, it goes yeah. Because if it was just abductions, and then he's given a fuck, and, and then when he's given that hunk of rock, obviously, skeptics, and understandably, are like, it's a ruse. Right. But my question would be, why would he be in such an all-fire fucking rush to bring this to the engineering school of engineering and studies of engineering and physics of Katami or by whatever engineers. the fuck it was by engineers? Why would he be in such a goddamn rush to make himself look like an asshole if he knew he just found a hunk of rock in yeah. a cave? No, I don't believe for one second that he. it's a dupe. I think he believes everything. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I think that, I think that we're, we can agree that we're all on board. That and, whatever he's experiencing, he 100% believes he's and experiencing And here's where it. we can get into, like I say, what is usually one of your favorites – 
the, uh, the idea of the ultra terrestrial, the fucking trickster, yeah. the fuck all, the thing that is superior to us in the sense <laughs> that they can manipulate the way we think, they can appear in different guises and visages, but they don't necessarily uh, have some really profound agenda, or maybe they do, we don't know. They're just screwed, yeah, yeah. Boy, talk about a fucking. So you get these stinky, starfish-bodied, big-headed, freaking dinks from space that are just showing up. Yeah, they're 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 trying to steal you. You just you can get away, and then and then they're like, oh, no, we're gonna take you to Jupiter. It could be it could be some weird VR thing. Right. Maybe they took didn't you know? Maybe they took them to Toledo and they're sitting in a hangar and they're just showing them some fucking shit on a screen. Yeah. And then they hand them <laughs> a hunk of rock and it's like four miles oh, away. Here, oh, here you here's go. your special from Titan, Titan rock. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's nothing. It's like and they're like guys. He's gonna go to this test from the lab. He's gonna look like a complete fucking asshole. Which kind of seems they like or they cackle like ultra terrestrials. <laughs> oh my god, that is the ultra like, terrestrial yeah. cackle. Like usually, <laughs> I don't buy this <laughs> shit. Fuck's sake, Chris Dad. is not impressed. I like the cackle. Thank you. I'm not. I wasn't unimpressed. I was I shocked know. that it came out of your face. I didn't feel it. I just don't know. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't know either. No, I have no idea. It sounds like it's he's fucked. experiencing this again. I kind of feel like maybe he could be having some sort of mental uh, breakdown, stroke, something possibly that. That again, to him, which goes back to what we were talking about, that he is experiencing. It. But I also kind of want to believe that maybe this guy is just called upon by the summon and call union, right? Yeah, to, I think to be so. the guy. He's the deal. He's the he's the the one. We got we got four. It could, it could we be. Have that four, could very well be it. Just four options. Yeah, it is as it is told. Yeah. An extraterrestrial visitation totally. resulting in the inheritance of sweet psychic powers and technology. Yep. Preventing weird, lava spills. Bizarre. Yeah, exactly. With and super romantics. Weird uh, supernatural entities, be it ultra terrestrial or whatever, some sort of ancient tricksters that are here to play hell with us either for their own amusement or to guide us to a more f- profound place or whatever fucking people think. It's, it's just crazy. Uh, a psychological breakdown of some sort that allows him to believe these things have truly happened to him yep. but they aren't or a hoax which seems odd because by all accounts and and the, and the things I've read he's not monetized this in any way that doesn't mean now listen I know monetization isn't the only thing you know people, Dude, unless people can profit through the ego boost of notoriety or whatever else yeah I get if it. he's using those UFOs to get chicks and his super sentai palace that none of the girls could ever see Hey, I mean, I mean, he might blindfold him and take him to his garage or something. He could, and be like, like, here's my, here's my, my like, the, like they're touching yeah. his Buick and fuck it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like here's no, my UFO. <laughs> this is my favorite one. I called her Esmeralda. Yeah, <laughs> Buick. You know, I take this to fucking a star all the time. Yeah, I, I got to. <laughs> yeah, I, the star. I take it to the a car. He's kind of shakes. He's like, oh look, we're on Titan. Why does he go 250 fucking well, million light years away? Well, he says he can. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't but, really but, say but he did. What's the point of it? And if you can do that, next... why are you shoving rocks in a goddamn volcano? I guess like, we never you think really talked be a about better that. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, his first claim was that he could, he could teleport 250 million light years away or something, In six right? minutes. In six minutes. Which seems a good time. I mean, that's hey, actually that's better than you saying bolt. <laughs> that's Dude, impressive. That's better than a lot. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's our take on it. Right? I, I don't know I what mean, our take is. I, I, okay, well, I want to give this guy the benefit of the doubt. No, I do I too because really it sounds fun. It sounds like he has a really good spot in this intergalactic union. He taught me what parallel pipe it means. I'm he still did. not sure if I'm pronouncing yeah. it right. It's a blue room. I know that. Yeah, it's lovely. I know there's a lot of, Lo- lovely a lot of signs room. that have semi-Japanese hieroglyphics. 
I, I know that these things look fucking awesome. Again, they've got kind of a beanie. They've got the weird conical helmet do, yeah. with the circular elliptical yeah. thing that shoots lightning down cool their bodies. Electric I mean, think shield. of how awesome they look. They're just basically fucking starfish stubs with a big yeah. giant Covered anime fucking octopus head. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with their shitty fucking Harkonnen-esque lesions fucking... Be a stu- that would be a sweet action figure from like Tsunami Nations or something. That'd be dope. Why do we not make our own action figures? I know we should. Can't we just get a 3D printer? If anybody out there makes action figures, hit us up. We have some ideas. We'll split the profits. Hell, we'll probably give you most of it, actually, as long as you just give us toys. Toys. Wow. You're, you're quick to give up our back end. Sorry, guys. Well done. Listen. If I'm going to design these fucking things. We're making, looking, we're making money at Public. all I, right? I do want toys. All right, well, there you I go. I really Let's want get our toys. toys. Yeah, who doesn't? So, I, yeah, I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to say, unfortunately, as much as I want to believe he's preventing lava overflow from, from the Hollowworth, I think maybe he's suffering some sort of psychological impairment. Something's happening. He's something. Something's going on. Mm. But you know what? He's living his best life. He's not living. A, he's not having a bad time. He appears to be enjoying himself. So Does, fucking I, good on you. I guess. I hope so. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not this is real or not, I do hope he's not suffering. No, I'm. I, I'm sure. I think that goes. Well, short. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm pretty sure that we all are, are I, wishing uh, him with the best. You know what? I'm. I'm like you. My instinct is to say, Jesus Christ. Yes, this goes so dude. far off the fucking deep end. But on the other hand, it's like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to take the absurd with the ultra absurd. All right. And I want to think that just maybe this motherfucker is just doing the best. Game. Like if he's a farmer, if he's just a fucking farmer who only knows the land and he's suddenly tasked with stopping volcanoes, right. he doesn't have a volcanologist knowledge. He's not a fucking geologist. Well, he's got three maybe, UFOs. No, but maybe he's doing the best. Like he's got some psychic skills and a fucking UFO. He's like, I'm just going to jam rocks in here and hope the lava doesn't get through. <laughs> he's got like, three maybe UFOs. he's That's doing true. what he fucking can. He's All building right. a retaining wall. There is a chance that like an untrained Greenland or the, uh, you know, the greatest American <laughs> American hero is a perfect example. He got the skills, but not the instruction book. Right. And he is just doing the best he fucking can. Saving lives, working the farm. I mean, look, man. Farmer he, by day, savior by night, He man. might be doing what he can do for the human race. I hope he is. I hope he is. I, I choose to he, believe. I hope he's a good ambassador. Jesus. I hope he's representing us well on an intergalactic stage. And that's the proper use of intergalactic at that time. You actually, I think, nailed it. I did. Oh, my All God. Right. I'm so proud so, of you. Good job. I, I You've learned. I hope he's good. I hope he's all right. You hope he's saving the, the world and, and being our guy. Christopher, what do you hope for this fine young man? Well, he's not young anymore, but. Yeah. No, I, ho- I hope it's, he could still bend forks with okay. his mind. So what, what do you think exactly happened here? I think there was probably an event, whatever that event was, that, caused that actually happened. Okay. And then I figured probably either, I doubt everything that happened after happened. Right. Right. It probably just fractured his fucking head. So there's just things that made there's a little bit of a truth in there somewhere. So he experienced something that just kind of shook him. After that, okay. yeah. Like some of the I stuff, maybe be, the, there's a, a kind of truth, but right. kind of but mostly not. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see like a beautiful mind, you're like, what is this fucking dude doing? Like right. what is he seeing? Right. He's seeing things that are normal, but then just there's a part of it that's just not normal. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it plays into my theory of him having some sort of like mental, you know, breakdown. But what you're saying is that it was caused by something that he experienced. It, it, it plays out that way, just you know, just it, the way the story plays out. Now, how seems... far though do you think it went? I do. I find. I mean, you don't know. I'm just asking it. I mean, I, don't know. I guess he doesn't have three UFOs. I don't know. I feel like whatever that first event was. was but the, the funny thing the, is, was, was now, the trigger. The teleporting. Uh, that's one thing. Yeah, if, I can see that. No, but the but, three UFOs. Nobody. Uh, has honestly, three UFOs. if we can, if we can believe that fucking. Greasy little starfish octopoids came and tried to take him. Right. Then how much crazier is that? Oh, I didn't say that. No, that's UFOs. I just said it's in true. Event. I didn't say I believe that. that I didn't, first I didn't thing say either. you did. I yeah. just meant if right. I'm talking about Marcus saying if you can believe oh. aliens could come and try to take him, then. No, it's true. I mean, really, what limits should we have on there our really imagination? There really should be any, because yeah. if I that can happen, should, then should, anything can happen. You know, we should be skeptical to a degree, right. but... <clears throat> All right. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah, shit. And you know, I hope he's having a good time. If he's still with us and kicking, I hope he's still blocking up uh, lava overflow in the hollow earth. Because the Daros obviously aren't going to do it. Because no, they're the pretentious Daros little robot The reptoids pricks. are going to ignore that shit. They're not there to do that. That's why they have us. They have they, us. They call us down. We're the, we're the, we are their their slave race. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. Would they send humans into the hollow earth oh to roll rocks into I'm the assuming, volcano holes? Yeah, that's, that's kind of our jam. That's what we do. That makes sense. Some call it hell. Other people call it a good day's work. Wow. There it is. Thank you for joining wow. us for this week's episode. As always, be sure to leave ratings and reviews. Stick around after the outro music. We got a couple of uh, reviews to go over. Follow us on the social medias: the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams. Um, T Public, check it out. We got some stuff for sale. And also, too, good listener and mistress of the cookies, Laura Cram, Damn. had a really cool idea for us to do oh. like a Spotify playlist. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we're going to do like, because uh, I just recently stepped into the uh, into 2018 and was like, I'm going to try this Spotify out and see what I can do with the kids and the music. And then you know what? It's just a fucking ton of shit on Spotify. Brilliant. I got to remove all the music from my phone that I had downloaded because I can just stream it now. Fantabulous. Cloud-based. Thank you, Laura. You guys love Great idea. I hate the cloud. Gee, so I just you, got rid of everything I own because and, I want it stored yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, I put else. it in a magical place that nobody can ascertain or own that might nebulously disappear at any given time. The cloud. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, so we are going to have that. a Spotify cl- uh, playlist that we're each going to be adding songs to on a pretty regular, uh, pretty regular basis. So, uh, so check that out and we can uh, walk together, rock together. Wow. Oh God, is, that's going to be on like there. That? I yeah, did. Walk Together, Rock Together is going to be on there. All right. So, uh, cool. There you have it. And we'll be talking to you soon. See you later. Bye. I, I'd really like to know if Nikoro is a real mountain. <laughs> yeah. I hope somebody yeah, can find out. Yeah, unfortunately, that's... Yeah. Of all the things you're going to lie about... I know. I know. Making I know. up a mountain seems to be about the worst call you could do. Well... I just I have a feeling maybe this guy's got something unfortunately happening. I to think him. you know what I think Yoshihiro, and I hope if he listens to this, he knows. It's sort of like that that time the mouse said he didn't believe in Santa Claus and right. Santa Claus didn't happen. What the hell was that? It was the night before Christmas. No idea. Well, I'm telling you, Yoshihiro, right now, I believe in you. I believe in what you're doing. I thank you for protecting us. And even though there's naysayers. Mark and Chris, there's true goddamn believers. You keep doing what you're doing, and you keep those volcanoes at bay, and I thank you. We'll be talking to you. All right, cool. So thank you for sticking around for the reviews. And we're going to be getting started here coming from the Apple Podcast and the iTunes app. 
Easily five stars from Guybed. Um, a great mix of skepticism and sarcasm. I also enjoy more skeptical approaches to such strange topics, but have never laughed so hard as with this podcast. The hosts understand that not every mystery needs an explanation. At least half the fun is the telling of the story. And yes, the Bruce Dern sci-fi movie with the three bots, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, is titled Silent Running. I fucking knew it. There yeah. it is. Hey, I forgot they were named after the goddamn duck nephews. Uh. One of my favorites, complete with the soundtrack performed by Joan Baez. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know that either. But is I that do. Joan, re- is that Joan Baez? Or am I, I can't read? No, you can read. You can read. Perfect. Okay, I can read. So, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and Louie, Silent Running, boom. No, that was a that was a really great sci-fi yeah, film. That was. You know what I confuse it with sometimes? I'm going to digress for a second. What was that one? Was Saturn one or something? It, it had. Uh, Kirk Douglas, and he was inexplicably hooked up with Farrah Fawcett, and there's a robot on a fucking space yeah, station, and he had, like, it looked like Johnny Five is Alive, except the Schwarzenegger version, like, it was super tall and buff with a long neck and little tiny eyes, I know, and he I was homicidal. It, too. it was yeah. Saturn something. Saturn Five? Yeah, maybe. Five Alive? I can well, see it, though, we'll in put my it face. Out there. We'll put it out there for a listener, and robot then they can, movies. Uh, yeah, they I can know. tell us about it in the uh, ratings and reviews. Robert, what do you got from Facebook, my oh, good shit. Uh, I've buddy got here? a review from Justin. 45 Patterson. I hope that's his real middle name for the record. 45. Informative and funny. This is five star entertainment. I recommend you listen. Short, sweet, fucking awesome. Wicked. All right, the next review here we've got Insane Fun. Five stars from BFast34. Podcast is insanely insightful and has a very appropriate touch of fun to it. Uncle Rob and the boys do an awesome job of keeping your mind racing while making you laugh about incredibly incredible phenomena around the world. The only thing I would change is nothing. Great show, guys. Ha! Oh, good. Keep that was doing a good what dupe. you're doing. I like that dupe at the end there. Oh, Thank that's you, awesome. Be faster. You know what? I think I recognize that name. And if it is, Skippy. Shout out. I've oh. known him since he was just knee high to a grasshopper. He's a great little son of a bitch. Oh, Uncle no, Rob. Rob. In all deference to your mom. His mom and I mean might that. Be His really mom nice. is a sweet, sweet lady. Okay, excellent. Absolutely. All if right. I'm accurate, thank you. If I'm not, also thank you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> also, thank you. All right, Rob, what do we got? Facebook. We've got Paul Cackris Newman. All right. Hey, mm. speaking of people, we know, we know Paul Cackris Newman very well, as a matter of fact. Yeah. There you go. And you know what his review is? What's that? Five stars. Word. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Nailed it. Thank Short, you, Paul. sweet, yeah. flawless. Awesome. What up, Paul? Been a while, but thank you. Uh, great podcast. Five stars. Trail hugger. I love the guys. When they laugh, I laugh. I also love the rare cryptids they discuss. Always looking forward to it. When nice. When we laugh. Infectious yeah. laughter. We all laugh together. We do. We have the Ebola of laughter. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah, spreads quicker. Yeah, Jesus, bleeding out of all your orifices in laughter. Well, is there a better way to go? No, I guess laughing and bleeding to death is probably the way to go. Boom. Yeah, I mean, it would be quick. Well, well it depends on how much laughter. Yeah, you just, no. Well, I mean, how much blood can leave your body at a really rapid pace? How hard can you laugh? That's... How fast can you bleed? <laughs> <laughs> cool name for a song. This is how gross and disgusting. Right? Yeah. That might be on our Spotify playlist. Check that out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Do the voice. I can't even do it. <laughs> Hansford has voice. left us a review. If you guys are done clowning around, sorry. Good lord. Continue, Robert's <laughs> face. Sorry, Mitchell Hansford. Actually, I don't know his full name. It's just Mitch Hansford. 
Just found this podcast recently, and I must say, fantastic. The chemistry between the guys, the bizarre stories, and the open-minded discussions mixed with the perfect amount of humor makes work enjoyable. Keep up the great work. Five out of motherfucking five. I added the motherfucking, but thank you, Mitch. All right, thanks, Mitch. Shit. You know what? I'm glad that we can help you get through your work day. Absolutely. I love when people write us that because I, too, use podcasts to get get through through the work day. My unbearable fucking soul-crushing job that I need to have because I have a mortgage and other payments I have to make. Thank you. Indeed. One working class man to another. Thank you. <laughs> and that's it for the reviews this week. Oh, okay. Jesus. Yippity-dippity. It ended at sort of like a, wait, Mark's going to go on a rant about how much he fucking hates his job and it's, it's destroying his existence. But you know what I did? I brought it back up. You did. I said, you, you did. know what? Let's end on a high note. Uplifting You parable. raised us up. I did. Lift me up. Is that a song? Yeah. You okay. sure. How, how you doing? Lift me up? I have no idea. It's you raised me it, up. You raised, is it Bette no. Midler you raised me up? No, it's, that's a wing beneath my I wings. I don't know. The fact that Josh Gro- Groban did the, like, the, the newest like oh, iteration of did. that. That's why I know it. We liked okay. the little African Kids Choir. That's, then Ellen DeGeneres Cries. We talked about this before. <laughs> we did. All right. Well, you know what? To all of you out there, to all from all of us here, you raise us up. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, thanks again for leaving the ratings oh, and reviews. Be sure to keep leaving week. them. Be sure to keep leaving them. Uh, again, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Facebook. Apparently, Stitcher, you can leave reviews on there. Oh, shit. Real quick. Um, uh, Stitcher review. Ghosts, monsters, friendship, and lots of fun. Five stars from Shaquippy. Started nice. listening just recently, but went through all the episodes and always awaiting the next one. As many reviewers before Damn. me said, listening to the show is like sitting down with your pals, having a beer, and just immersing yourself in these fascinating topics. About the only gripe I have is that being a stone-cold, blindfolded skeptic, I sometimes find it hard to actually believe the stories told, which makes it all more clear just how interesting the guys make it. Definitely recommend it. Well, if a, if a hardcore stone cold skeptic can still enjoy the ride, that's go. right. Then gosh darn it, we're doing something and right. Apparently, uh, like I said, you can leave uh, ratings on review and reviews on Stitcher. So uh, do that. Yeah, I don't know what Stitcher offers, but hey, fucking whatever, do it. Sure, can't hurt. No, not at all. So there you have it. And we're talking to you soon. Fucking a right, we will. Friends. Bye. Ha. Friendship. Yoshihiro fell into what he called an unconscious or trance-like state and began to draw a series of strange, and to him at least, incomprehensible hieroglyphs. It was then that a booming voice exploded in his head, commanding, When the disc lands on the mountain, you will come and board by yourself. Could this when the disc comes to the mountain? <laughs> could this that be? is a fucking uh, that's a bluegrass hit. Yeah, that is a country or is western. This well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe JC coming through here. Oh, oh, I think about that. I I very rarely go to if Yahweh. If you're a Mormon, is this maybe ever, it would is this make the sense. Sermon on the Mount with the could disc. Be, yeah, and of course there's the famous like, John yeah, Smith. That's what or I'm John, saying. If you're a Mormon, is, yeah, like, makes sense. is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Just, dude, it, it the happens. discs thereof. No one. I'm surprised no one talks about this more, but those tablets were found like 20 miles away from us. Yeah, that's in oh, New I know, York. Yeah, like Hilkamora is literally like right there. I pass it all the time, and I'm like, oh, that's the birthplace of Mormonism. That's got to be like, I guess, a venerable spot for Mormons. It's, I it's, mean, I don't see like pilgrimage. I don't ever see a lot of people there. They do have that yearly pageant, though. That's like Jesus Christ Superstar times like 11. My favorite part is when he's means. looking in the top hat and translating. Yeah. And listen, I'm not here to disparage anyone's faith. Every faith has like really bizarre legends, but 
Yeah, but my favorite part, though. <laughs> my favorite part is... But my favorite thing was... When the guy in the cross. I love it. When the the wife of the guy that was translating was like, throw, throw the pages away. And if, if it's exactly what he says it is and it's in his mind, he'll be able to you know write it down verbatim. Yeah. And then and then Smith got pissed like, the angels are mad about your lack of faith. So now I will retranslate it in a slightly different prose. Yeah. All right. Enhanced by yeah. the angels. Yeah. Only I can read this. You can't. Hey, we're not here. We can't say that he did or that he didn't because apparently he did pretty good because they got fucking Utah. So yeah, we don't. There you and go. they've got great genealogy skills. Exactly. And yeah. they've got Mitt Romney. And not for not for nothing. Really nice people. Ever had a Mormon come to your door? I have. Super I've had some nice. Long conversations really with nice. Excellent people. You know, know. what? <coughs> Shout out to you Mormons. Oh, out I'm there. not. Listen, I'm Good not anti Mormon. No, me neither. I got a lot of beefs with organized religion, but I'm not anti Mormon. Oh, all, sorry, of all, right. all, all of this is on the cover. I was just doing background music for America while you were talking about freedom of religion. And I guess it's over. Uh, I guess is, it's over. Gonna, yeah, I know it's all getting cut. Just give me the bloopers. So all there right. you go. Uh, <laughs> when a disc lands on the mountain, <laughs> you, you, you come move by yourself. <laughs> when a disc lands on the mountain, salvation comes and men forms today. Oh, keep keep it going. Preach out, brother Chris. Bring them. No, but you gotta children. kill a bunch of people first. Wow, <laughs> that's where you get fucked. Everything's that's great. That's where things go south. Then you gotta Does do this something. Does this trauma yeah. turn into the, like the fucking killing fields or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always to Cambodia. Katami killing fields. Okay, start with just because for for cutting purposes, wide wise. I'll start with you. Sherman fell into a we call it an unconscious trance. All right, all right. But we are gonna use those in the outtakes. I hope. Yeah, no. Well, this will all more likely be the outtakes. Yeah, we're not doing the bluegrass jam right now. No. So that might be fun post credit. That could be post credit fun.